0: Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Welcome to Headliner Radio. Today, I'm here with band King Calloway to talk about their journey so far and their new album "Tennessee's Waiting." Hi, guys. Welcome. How are you? Hello.
1: Great. I'm well. Thank you.
0: Good. Good. Where are you joining us from?
2: I think we're, we're all, we're all in Nashville, right? Yeah. yeah. Just in in our in our own little homes in Nashville.
0: Nice. <laughs> Nice. Um, could you guys please each introduce yourselves and tell everyone what role you play in the band?
2: Yeah, I'm Caleb. I um, play lead
1: guitar and I sing some background vocals.
3: Nice. Um, hi, I'm Chris. I play drums and sing some backgrounds.
2: Cool. I'm Chad. I'm one of, I'm one of two lead vocalists and I play guitar.
0: Nice.
1: I'm Simon and the other one of two lead vocalists and I play guitar and keys.
0: Cool, sweet. And how long have you guys been a band?
1: Um, I think it's just now been 5 years.
0: Nice. So Yeah, yeah. So how did the pandemic kind of affect you guys because that must that was that's quite close to the start, right?
1: Mhm. Yeah, um, so I'm from Gibraltar and we were in London doing or getting ready to play the C2C Country Festival when there were loads of travel restrictions put in place. So it ended up being that I had to stay in the UK while these guys came back to the States. So that was a bit weird having to do kind of Zoom band meetings and we decided that we would put out covers on YouTube with other artists um, who were in in the country world who had maybe stopped touring because of it um, and then I guess the biggest disappointment was that we were supposed to go on tour with rascal Flats that summer and so in terms of how the pandemic affected us it was it kind of put a stop to a lot of the momentum we had but we just had to find a way to, Keep being creative. We were songwriting and working towards whatever was going to come next.
0: Yeah, crazy. Fair play, though. Um, so, what have you guys been up to the last few months?
2: We just uh, we just started a tour uh, here in the states with the Zach Brown band. We've been opening up for them, nice. and it's been incredible. Um, this month, we just released our first record in four years, um, called Tennessee's waiting, which was also produced by Zach Brown. So it was unbelievable to get to work with him and have him come and be a producer on that. And so we've been on the road the past few months and it's been so much fun. And I feel like this is the most we've been out for a very long time. So, and getting to play for the Zach Brown band audience who are just embracing us and we love them like crazy. We've had such an amazing time.
0: Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Have you guys got any like funny stories like that you've had while you've been on the road that like just kind of stick with you? Yeah,
3: yeah without I, a doubt. I think we got one right now that comes to mind. So we played Boston um, Fenway Park, which was is a very iconic, you know, um, sports venue and um, for baseball and. We were in the coach's locker room. That's what they kind of like turned our dressing room in to be. And Chad came out in like full on baseball, attire, like ready to hit the field. Basically, like, so I, I, had fa- I
2: had already bought a Jersey that I was going to wear across the street at the team store. And someone had found some pants, like the manager's pants. Mm-hmm. And then I found a hat and I was like, well, I have no other choice but to dress up like a Red Sox player right now. <laughs> well,
0: of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs>
2: yeah, it it was great. I, I, I really felt like a professional, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so how did you guys become a band?
1: We basically all were looking for a way to get to Nashville. And so I was actually in university in manchester at the time and studying music and i had a, a tutor who put me in contact with these guys through like mutual friends um and so that's how we initially got to know each other and then it was a case of all of us going to nashville and just kind of working in a band room and there wasn't really any like strong agenda it was like let's let's see what we can make of this. And so basically through different mutual contacts, we got in touch with each other um, coming up. Yeah. Like I said, five years ago now and then, um, yeah. And then we next thing I knew we were all living in Nashville doing this, doing this together.
0: Yeah. You made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Um, and Why, why, why did you choose the name King Calloway?
1: It took a while. Chris you, go, you, you tell this story. <laughs> yeah so
3: Callaway was the last name of somebody that I'd previously worked with at just I was washing buses at a tour bus company um, but it, it yeah it took a long time because it's hard to come up with band names now because like one it's just uh, a lot of pressure to get it right because that's literally what you know, the first thing that anybody hears even before the music. But two, everything's like taken now. <laughs> Anything that's cool. So like legally, it's hard to find something that we can use. So you hear such like weird band names like Soul Pancake and you're like, oh, it's because like it's literally impossible to find one. <laughs> <now."> <laughs> that's cool. um, but we finally settled with one that I think we all liked. Um, and yeah.
1: yeah. I feel like it's worth mentioning that we were looking for a word that we could all pronounce the same way because we didn't want like a tomato, tomato <laughs> situation. And so that narrowed down like the spectrum of band names that we wanted to, to land on. And that's when Chris was like, well, what about Callaway? We all, we all say Callaway the same way. And then we learned that there's a golf company called Callaway. So we just threw King in front of it to, to make a
0: difference. Love that. Interesting. Is there anything like beforehand that you landed on that you know you look back back at now and think, oh thank God we didn't name ourselves that, or is that is that is that always that?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There there were a lot. uh The good fight. The good fight yeah, was I, one of the names.
2: There was just we wanted to be just Callaway for a second, but we legally couldn't name it because there. I guess there was a group in the '90s with a hit song called Callaway. Mm-hmm. The, the, the name of the group was Callaway, So. We threw the king in front of it, and we're like, let's call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> call it a day. <laughs>
0: Fair play. Um, so kind of like as individuals, when did you, like, like realize that music was, you know, the career that you wanted to take and you were just going to go, like, head on with it?
3: Yeah, for me, it was
1: super early on. And I think the rest of the guys, too. I started playing guitar when I was four years old mm-hmm. and uh, playing, like, out in in bars and stuff at, like, 10 years old. And um, by the time I was 17, I was in Nashville. So I knew pretty early on. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd say the same. Like, I think I was eight years old. And my first big music inspiration was Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. And I just really wanted to be Elvis when I was eight years old. And ever since then, I didn't really see, like, I, I didn't really see any other career path for me, even at that early of an age. It just kind of clicked. It Was like, this is what I want to do. This, like, this, I want to, I want to sing and play music for people. So it was very early for me.
0: Love that. Um, Chris is still <laughs> Chris trying still? to work out
2: whether he should be a musician. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm still is not that sure. the same
0: for you? Is that the same for you, you guys too? Like, just really early yeah. on, just you knew it from the start. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I always grew up. And would get like you know I had I remember like a toy piano with a toy microphone at Christmas when I was like five or six years old, and I always loved the idea of performing, and then I yeah just got in a band with my brothers when I was like thirteen fourteen, and it it was always like i need I need to be in music in some way, shape, or form, so definitely from an early age
3: cool. mm. yeah and really early for me too i grew up like my dad shot music videos and directed music videos um as a kid country music videos so early on i knew that i just fell in love with that world but i just wanted to do the music side and not the video side i just fell in love with that so it was pretty early
0: cool okay so who who writes the songs is it just kind of one either of does it or is it like a, a group thing
1: We all write. Um, Love that. It's pretty rare that we write together. (laughs) Um, Nashville has a really huge songwriting community of essentially the unsung heroes of not just country music, but music in general. And so we found ourselves getting, we'll like pair up. So oftentimes like Caleb and I will go and write with a songwriter in Nashville or Chris and Chad or. Chad and I, Chris and Caleb, like we'll we'll kind of change things up because we feel like that's a nice way to keep things fresh. I feel like if we were the band that only wrote together as a as the four of us, and then also were the playing the songs, we might feel a little creatively stale. So it feels like obvious that we would want to tap into the the creativity in Nashville. So yeah.
0: Cool. and where do you get your inspiration from to write do you write like about your own experiences other people's experiences where does it come from
2: a I feel bit like, of both. yeah it's a it's a little bit of both i i feel like we tend to definitely write about things that are happening in our lives but also we'll we'll he- it's one of those things like you'll you'll pick out something like that you see or you read or something like that, or like a phrase or something. And you're just like, that would be a good idea for a song. Like that's a great hook for a song. And then the exciting part is taking that idea going into a writer's room and being like, okay, like how can we, how can we take this one thing that we've heard a million times and find a new way of saying it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about songwriting is taking things that you often here in regular conversation and kind of twisting it and turning it and making it new making it fresh
0: yeah good answer has anyone else got anything to add to that
1: um no
0: no <laughs> <laughs> okay no. i
1: feel like i feel like that was a great answer yeah it was a good
0: answer <laughs> thanks <laughs>
2: sorry <laughs> um
0: um, what other artists or bands do you take inspiration from, if you do at all?
1: Yeah, um, I think in the country world we have a lot of artists who we look up to. Um, there's bands like Old Dominion, um, older bands like Alabama. We we've opened for Brooks and Dunn, and we kind of, well, Zach Brown band who are on tour with now. We feel like those are really inspiring. Groups, we love the storytelling, the harmonies, and stuff. Um, but I think it goes like beyond country as well. Like, I'm a huge Coldplay fan. Um, I know that these guys all have different influences, which I'll I'll let you speak to.
2: Yeah, yeah, like for me, like Caleb and I kind of came from the rock world. So, before I I did country, I was in rock, and a lot of those like older bands from like the 70s, like ACDC, Led Zeppelin. Like, I was big into that. And then in, in country, like, I'm really influenced by, like, Jason Isbell and Sturgill Simpson and Chris Stapleton. Like, those are the guys that really got me into country music. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, So do you guys have, like, a home studio? What's your setup like?
1: Yeah, I have a little one. Nice. Um, it's a bit of a mess right now. But because we're on tour... The, oh, I guess you, I don't know if you can even see, but usually there's a piano here, and then <laughs> I can see. Um, my guitars are there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I'd say so, like, if we're doing like demos of songs that either of us have written, whether together or not, like, I've done some demos for songs that Chris has written, and then we also will come around here and if we want to work up a cool cover for TikTok or Instagram if If we're trying to do anything bigger than that, then this is not the place we do it because i I don't have the skills so <laughs> we've been working a lot in Southern Ground Studio, which is Zach Brown's studio, so that's where we like recorded the album and where I feel like we've spent a lot of time being creative these last two years
0: nice and what like uh what brand of kit do you guys use or would like would be your go to that you would recommend?
1: Like for, um, for studio stuff or for like live? Stuff?
0: Um, we'll do studio first.
1: Cool. Well, I've got a universal audio interface, which I swear by. I feel like it's really versatile and it's almost like the industry standard. Mm-hmm. And then I have this short SM7B mic, which again, is like every every studio in Nashville has one of these. Um those would be my two number one studio uh, recommendations, and then some Yamaha studio speakers, Yamaha HS fives, I think.
0: Nice. Anyone else?
3: Uh, yeah, and then live we use like uh, iConnectivity Play Audio twelve just for really it. We don't use a ton of tracks live. It's pretty like because there's not a lot of that kind of stuff on the on our records on the record. But um, it helps us, you know, we like to use click in our ears. So we're all on the same, um, you know, same pace and everything like that. And we do have some things here and there, some swells and some stuff that kind of helps uh, just make it fuller. Um, But, yeah, we use the iConnectivity Play Audio 12 for live for stuff like that just like in the eight channel.
0: Nice. Okay, cool. So what would you guys say is your most memorable to- toe, show, or tour? <laughs> <laughs> my left,
1: my big toe on my left foot. <laughs>
2: my most memorable.
0: Show or tour, I was supposed to say.
2: <laughs> I mean, I would I okay. say we just, we just played Fenway Park in, in Boston and and i mean this this tour that we've been on is definitely the biggest tour that we've been on as a band um and it's been incredible and we've gotten to play some incredible shows and in some incredible venues and we still have a lot more to go but this past weekend in boston it was just really special fenway is such a historic place um i lived in boston for a long time and so for me, it was like I've seen so many concerts and, and shows there that when 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 we got there, it was it was really emotional and and just the crowd was incredible. Boston shows are always the best shows in my opinion because the the crowds are are really fun and they just want to have a good time and and we had a blast in Fenway this last weekend. It was really really memorable.
0: Nice. Is that yeah it? yeah. I,
1: I was going to say, I totally agree. I feel like you've asked the question at the perfect time. It's not, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, and it's not, I don't think it's even one of those things where it's like, oh, well, we just played this really cool show. I think just as a standalone, it really yeah. was special. Um, so Fenway Park for sure.
0: Nice. Yeah, cool. Um, what would you say is your proudest moment so far as a band? It's a good question.
1: Um, (laughs) I think playing the Grand Ole Opry for the first time was pretty special. Um, when we were able to do that as a band pretty early on in the band, um, we were, I think we were super proud just to know that our musical careers have led us to that point. So that was a cool opportunity.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. Is that, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like we had this period, um, in 2019 where there were a ton of firsts for us. So we had like played the Grand Ole Opry for the first time. And then we did our first um, performance on television. So we were on like the Jimmy Kimmel show. And I don't know, it Mm. felt, it just felt really cool. Like to just echo what Caleb said that after so many years of, of hard work to have these moments that we'd all kind of dreamed of was, was incredible
0: nice love that and what would you say is the most challenging moment so far I
2: would probably uh, yeah. say 2020 was uh was really challenging you know like um Simon Simon was stuck in the UK and we all were kind of stuck in our own and it, it was right when we were getting things started and really hitting the ground running with this band and we had this momentum going that I mean for everyone, if anyone had any momentum going on that year it it halted and for a lot of a lot of groups and a lot of artists they there were a lot of groups and a lot of artists that didn't make it out of 2020 and and so when we finally got back all of us together after after months that simon was away just getting back into the studio and being like all right what what's next and what what is what is recording and playing out in in, like touring what does that look like now because we just didn't know Mm -hmm. no and nobody knew but i'm i'm really proud of us for for like really just kind of like sticking together and finally releasing this record that was like a culmination of all of that you know like a lot of the songs in the new record was um were written during the pandemic and during that time where we just didn't know what was next. And we finally made it to the other side of that. And, and we made it there, you know, so I'm, I, as, as challenging as that was, I'm really proud of us for really sticking together and really, you know, believing in this.
0: Mm, yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. speaking of, let's talk about your new album, Tennessee's Waiting. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so, the one. So So first of all, why the name Tennessee's Waiting?
3: Well, I think Tennessee is very first off, we love that song on the album. um mm-hmm. we're very proud of it. um it's special to all of us and um but also, just Tennessee has been you know a staple for all four of us. It's where all of us met. It's where um all of our homes are now. I'm from here um born and raised so it's obviously means a lot to me but then the other guys you know they i I don't want to speak for them they can speak onto this as well but like i think they've all made it their home and it's where Mm -hmm. we've written all these songs it's where we've persevered you know it's where we've cut this record it's just um no matter what we do tennessee's kind of waiting for us and it always has been so
0: Mm. yeah love that um and what's the the story behind the album
1: we um, we basically during COVID started to really hone in on the songwriting, um, and so this process started for us three years ago. Um, we wrote somewhere around a hundred, hundred and twenty songs between us, and then narrowed that down to like sixteen. We recorded 16 um, with no real plan to put them out other than an initial four songs. So we put out four songs on an EP in 2021 and it was crazy. So after we put that out was when Zach Brown got in contact with us, he had heard it and basically said, I love the sound and I love what you guys are doing. Would you be interested in working with me? And so we were sitting on some songs already That weren't quite finished and Zach's offering studio time and to work with us so we thought let's just kind of get in the room with him and see what happens so we took some of that some of the leftover songs from that initial recording we did and then also wrote and recorded new ones in the studio with Zach so I feel like it's a really cool coming together of that period of Covid where we were just writing a ton and then also newer songs I feel oh, yeah. like that's how this album then ended up just taking shape, and 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 now it's finally out, which feels amazing.
0: Yeah, it sounds like so much has gone into it. And how's the response? Have you got the response that you wanted? Are you happy?
1: Yeah, I think the response has been honestly better than I expected. <laughs> I <don't laughs> know, only only because it's 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 daunting when you put so much work into something, and then you're like, oh wow, we're just gonna. Definitely. let people have it now <laughs> but it's truly been really um incredible people have been so supportive and both fans new fans and also like in the press we feel like a lot of people have given us a lot of love and and um yeah just being very showing a lot of respect for the work we've done which is
0: awesome yeah wicked um and lastly guys what have you got coming up that you can let us all know about
2: Well, we're, we're finishing up this tour. So, Mm -hmm. so we, we, we are still on the road with, with Zach, um, through the end of the year, basically until November, um, which we're really excited about. Um, we have a new, one of the songs on the album, um, it's called let it flow. Um, we, um, it it features Haley Witters who we're super big fans of. And, and we just did a music video for that. That'll be out very soon. And we're really excited for people to see that. We, we got back a first cut of it not too long ago. And we all were just really, really excited about it. And so we're really excited for people to, to see that when it's out.
0: Great. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming on. You've been great to talk to. Thank you
2: thank so you.
1: much. This was awesome. Lovely Thanks, way to start Grace. the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is the start of your day. It's the end of my day. Oh, yeah, yeah, We're starting the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, great. Well, thanks so much, guys. Honestly, take care. Thank,
2: Thank you. you too.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye,
0: Grace. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.